Well, it's pretty evident to most people that there is a strong push for all schools in New Zealand, including religious integrated schools, to be forced to accept, adopt and indoctrinate radical and extreme sexuality and gender ideology, as well as critical theory and climate alarmism, into all aspects of the curriculum and school life. And without any official announcement, deliberately in my view, the government is attempting to change the makeup of school boards. Let's check it out. So the Education and Workforce Select Committee is calling for submissions on the Education and Training Amendment Bill number 3. Sounds pretty innocuous. The government argues that the bill amends the Act to update the provisions relating to school board elections to ensure board elections better meet the needs of their school communities and support increased participation. So how are they going to do this? Are they going to encourage us somehow to get out and vote in the trustee elections? Are they going to somehow encourage people to stand, uh, maybe make the suppers, the cups of tea and bickies a bit better at the meetings, or maybe a payment, bigger payment? Well, not so fast. Now, let me just show you the old version of the requirements. It's in the schedule, and school boards, you'll see there, are already encouraged to aim to have a diverse group of people on the board. Ethnicity, socioeconomic, a gender balance of male and female, because half the population is male and half female. Well, that's when we could figure that out and define it. And it's got to be a board which reflects the character of both the school and the local community. So this is democracy and representation at work. Any parent can stand for election to the school board. Sometimes a school may co-opt, bring onto the board someone who specialises in management. Well, maybe management because of the obvious and significant challenges around management of both personnel and finances in big schools. But the rules say that the total number of board members co-opted by the board can't outnumber the total number of parent representatives. But that still allows for quite a few to be co-opted on. But see, there's already clear expectations on boards that they have to create a safe place for all. But now the government wants to insert a different expectation, a new one. Well, let's check the old one. So here it is, subsection two, that the expectation is that the board should reflect, uh, basically they're saying they're a gender balance. But they want to do away with that. They want it replaced and they want an expectation that there's a representation of genders, sexualities and sexes. Uh, there we are. So no, don't worry about the gender balance because it's now all about genders, sexualities and sexes. Now, the interesting thing is that in the legislation, none of that is defined. I mean, apparently, genders, sexualities and sexes are all different. Uh, they're not defined, but then again, as we know, the Prime Minister struggled to define what is a woman. And given that some schools argue that there's 112 genders and 200 plus sexualities, which of these groups should be, these hundreds of groups, be given priority? The wording is in the legislation, it is desirable as far as is reasonably practicable. And of course, that is deliberately vague. But of course, we all know where this is headed. Let's be clear, all schools, but including religious schools, and especially 
Christian ones with biblical statements of faith and values in their DNA are going to come under increasing pressure to have representatives from activist groups such as Rainbow Youth, Inside Out, Family Planning and other LGBTQIA++ organisations on the board. As we've already told you, the government is obsessed with this issue and they'll carry this obsession into your child's school as they're already doing via the curriculum. In fact, a supporter emailed me yesterday and said that the the next step after this could be to insist on the same diversity of representation on every church board, every charitable trust board, every community group. Well, they could try. I'm not sure how successful they would be, but they're certain to try. Remember that Family First lost its charitable status because we define marriage only. One of the reasons we lost our charitable status, we define marriage only as one man, one woman. And it's our understanding, and I've seen evidence of this, that you cannot get onto the charities register as an organisation if you have that statement about marriage explicitly stated. In relation to this proposed change to board uh, membership, it's time for families and community leaders to speak up and demand that their local schools have the freedom to determine the makeup of their board in consultation with their local community and without gender and sexuality activist groups and governmental pressure. Now, the closing date for submissions is unfortunately next Monday because we've only just found out about this. It's it's very undercover. Uh, and of course, that's the way they intended it. So we need you to submit by the end of next Monday, midnight Monday. We'll put a link on how to do it and where you can make a submission in the description section of this video. Please speak up and push back. Mm-hmm.